From COK Studios in Scott Simon's Sun Porch, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Notrock. On today's show, we'll consider how music is used by President Trump to shape and reinforce his moods. We'll also consider some new words and phrases with Leslie and Constance Kincaid in our Consider the Source series. And we'll consider the unbearable lightness of being. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from ZoomTripTravelBot.com, now offering super discount summer vacation packages to Mud Lake, Poison Ivy National Forest, and Marvin's Vineyard. ZoomTripTravelBot.com. Tell them Peppo, the vacationing dwarf, sent you. And listeners like you, Seth Islam. You know, he used to be Cat Stevens. He loves this show and supports it financially. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. President Donald Trump does not have much of a reputation as a reader. In fact, his indifference to the printed word has been apparent for some time. Trump has a strong preference for oral communication over the written word and has shown an inability to even skim one-page memos from his staff. It may be that Trump is illiterate, and I'm sure none of us would be surprised if that turned out to be the case, but whether he is or not, the bottom line is that he prefers to use television for his information gathering and briefings. TV isn't Trump's only source of information and motivation, however. According to anonymous sources in the White House, Trump likes music, and he uses it in a strategic way. The music Trump listens to is the subject of much debate among his inner circle, and his staff are trying to use it to their and the country's advantage. Music can affect us in profound ways, and that is even true for our president, Donald Trump. White House senior advisor on playlists and family separation, Vance Blumpkin, can speak to the president's musical tastes. The president loves music. He's a musical guy. Have you heard him sing? He's amazing, just amazing. He knows almost all the words to God Bless America, and that's saying something because that's a long song with a lot of words. Is it? Yeah, it is. I doubt anyone really knows all the words. Anyway, that's not the point. Trump is probably, probably, our most musical president. Can he play any instruments? No, but he can tell the difference between a guitar and a piano. Pretty impressive, right? President Trump's musical acumen aside, Mr. Blumpkin says he is constantly making playlists for the president to gear him up for specific meetings and speeches. Yeah, I make a ton of mixes for the president. I'm really good at it. I was a DJ in college and I spun for all my frat parties until we got shut down for hazing and vandalizing the Jewish fraternity's house. Oh, I see. Yeah, anyway, I made a killer mix for the president a few weeks ago before his trip to the G7. It was actually just Blame Canada from the South Park movie on a loop. The White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders denies the claim that the song Blame Canada had anything to do with the president's hostile treatment of Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh, come on, Cordell. You can't believe that the president listened to that song 57 times straight on a loop on Air Force One while he ate his chicken nuggets and Diet Coke on his way to Canada for the G7 talks. I mean, come on. That was an oddly specific denial. Uh, it, uh, it, it was, wasn't it? Can, can we try that again? I've been off my game this week with all the little kids in cages and stuff. No, I think we got what we need. Wait, uh, you, you were recording that? Of course! This is a White House press briefing! 
Oh god. Oh no. Uh, I'm gonna need a minute, everyone. Sarah. 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 I deny everything I just said. I'm. I'm sorry, Mr. Trump. Vance Plumpkin also made a mix for Trump's summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong Un. I started that one off with Rocket Man by Elton John, then Why Can't We Be Friends by War, and then I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. I guess you can say it worked really well. Maybe too well. No way. That deal was amazing. Uh Uh-huh. What has the president been listening to this week? It's been a busy week, but so far he's been listening to a lot of songs by Ted Nugent. Just the really racist ones, and I made him a mix for his Space Force announcement, Space Oddity, the theme from Star Wars and the theme from Star Trek. That's probably why he wants Captain Kirk and Han Solo to be the leaders of Space Force. That would explain it. Yep, President Trump only gets the best fictional characters to run his programs. Are the musical tastes of the president shaped by his surroundings, or is he shaped by his musical tastes? Hopefully it's the latter, and his team will start giving him calmer, more appropriate things to listen to. I keep trying to slip in some inspirational quotes from former presidents, but he always skips those ones. For COK News, I'm Cordell Knockrock. Ground control's a major tongue Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control's a major tongue You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now it's time for our Consider the Source series, where we have our resident phraseologists, Leslie and Constance Kincaid, join us to tell us about new words and phrases that we need to be aware of. Glad to have you back. Hello, Connor. Glad to be back. Now, I understand that you two have been working very hard on a new book. Yes, that's why we haven't been on Consider Our Knowledge lately. We have been sequestered for the past three months as we worked on our latest book of slang terms and phrases. It has been a slog to get this book done, but we overcame our writer's block to finish Leslie and Constance Go Urban, Volume 3. Word. Well, I know both of you are very urban. Yes, indeed. To that. We were born and bred on the mean streets of Cambridge. And even though we both have degrees from Cambridge and Harvard, we also have a GED from the School of Hard Knocks. Of course. No, 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 we're quite serious. Constance once beat up a man in an alley in Baltimore. We were there studying the slaying of the city, and she just gave him quite a beating. It was self-defense. He tried to steal my purse. Just watch yourself if you run afoul of Constance Kincaid. Duly noted. So what slang do you have for us today? We have chosen some delightful terms from our new book to share with you. Our first one is mammograph. This is a celebrity signature written on a female breast, usually with a sharpie brown marker. As in, Julie got a mammograph from DJ Tom on her left boob last night. Well, I always wondered what that was called. Constance has received quite a few mammographs over the years. Oh, yes, I have. Elton John, Axl Rose, Kenny G, and Sir Stephen Hawking. I was very sad to wash that one off of my right teat. Okay. The next one we have is the book off. This refers to the act of getting a book out on the train, tube, bus, or plane in order to avoid talking to the person next to you. Substitutes include a newspaper, phone, or iPod. I've definitely done that. Oh, we all have. I did it on the train on the way here to the annoying chap sitting next to me. How rude! You did it to Cordell? Yes, he did! I'm sorry, old chap. I just didn't want to talk. Fine. 
You two work this out later. Our last new term is trenditarian. This is a person that cuts a certain food out of their diet because of a trend. As in, Jessica became a trenditarian because her favorite magazine told her gluten is bad. Well, I'm sure we all know someone who's a trenditarian. Yes, we do. And it's Cordell. I just don't want to hear about his paleo diet. But I read that it's really good for you on this blog my friend Bethany writes. Of course you did. I would have booked him off too. So annoying. Oh, go to hell! Oh, temper, temper. As always, we're so glad you stopped by to share your new slang with us. It, it was, was our pleasure. pleasure! That was Consider the Source with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. Now it's time for our weekly Big Little Wins, because we need to celebrate all our wins, even the little ones. Kudos to Martha Baldwin in Tulsa, who found some stamps in her junk drawer this past weekend to put on some postcards she was sending to her friends. You had just enough stamps so that you didn't have to make a special trip out to get stamps. We're happy that you had stamps, and that you had this big little win. Our other big little win comes from Lionel Meeker in Pittsburgh, who remembered to water his wife's orchid while she was on her girl's trip to Pennsylvania Dutch country. Orchids can be hard to care for, but we know that Nancy appreciates the effort, Lionel. If you want to share a big little win with us, post it on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow for breaking news. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Natalie Thorpe, and Spencer Cannon. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. To download the podcast, you can get it at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Well, as always, we were so glad you stopped by to share your new, your new slang with us. You're <laughs> welcome, Connor. It was Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. You guys are the best. <sighs>